0: Hello and welcome to another episode of this particular album is very very important to me. I'm Deborah Tarika.
1: I'm Joel Spence. This is the podcast where we ask people we love to pick an album that is very, very important to them, and here they share their memories.
0: Great and not so great.
1: And emotional connections.
0: Great and not so great.
1: And we all get to listen to it through their ears. How Hi. fun, right? How Yay. fun. Yes. Fun. Hello, Joel. Hello, Deb i'm i'm paying to, <laughs> go ahead and follow up questions go ahead i'm i'm okay. paying attention to you
0: okay um uh
1: should we go right into yes. uh, God. this particular song? Yes,
0: I can't. I can't. The panic was powerful. <laughs> Tears streaming down my face.
1: Let's do uh, like a friend.
0: Excellent. Um, so the song I picked um, that is very very important to me today is uh, like a friend by Pulp. Don't you come in?
2: Smoke all night. Cigarettes again.
3: Is it on a soundtrack? It's on the Great Expectations. There soundtrack. we go.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's from like the mid '90s, I think 1994, and it, I think it was later put on a Pulp album, but it was just on that soundtrack oh, cool. for I a That's while, probably why I know which it. Which is how I knew cool. it. Mm-hmm. I love this song. It starts off slow and quiet. It's a perfectly built song. i I heard this for the first time in high school forgot about it for a long time and then the venture brothers used it in their prom episode which is one of the best episodes of television ever? Do you guys watch Venture Brothers*? No, and no, I need to no. know.
1: What <clears throat> I only watch *60 Minutes*.
0: That's fair. That's fair. <laughs>
2: <laughs> in, baby, like
0: it's actually the show that, like, when we were doing like late late night feedings, Alex and I with our baby. we watch. We'd start from I the beginning. I thought that was a show. It. Have you seen <laughs> Late Night Phoenix? Have you seen Late Night Phoenix? I hope not. Uh,
1: I was a guest last week.
0: <laughs> I've done a lot of songs or, or I have them lined up at least in my head for my wedding because I think your wedding is kind of a place or mine was where we were like this is what I want to do with my favorite song here, favorite song here, favorite song here. Um, and the, before we had decided literally anything about our wedding, really before we even decided, like before we were engaged, we knew we wanted to end our wedding with this song. Oh, that's cool. I know I say this a lot about a lot of songs where I want to like be in my car blasting it, but this is like, I need to scream this song. This is, uh, not give a fuck who's watching you dance. When, when you're listening mm-hmm. to it. And this, we just like needed this at the end of our wedding to like have it be the, it's done. Like, cause it builds, builds, builds. You mm-hmm. like lose your fucking mind. And then.
1: As you know. the venue is bringing their bill over. Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the song that's going in his head too. Like, I'm so glad. And he's
3: like, this is fucking cool.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't take American Express. <laughs> I sort of missed Pulp, and every time I hear a Pulp song, I'm like, this is great.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There are also, Pulp is the band that, played, is, that plays, um, oh, I forget what the band's called in Harry Potter, that plays at the prom. You're looking at the wrong okay. person. Okay, I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> know could have gone either we way. No, we no, yeah. Really could have.
3: I've read uh, four of the books. Okay. I've seen four of the movies. It took
0: me a Feels. long time to get on that train, yeah. and I had it is never I'll never be angry with somebody when they're like I don't care yeah go, okay thank you it does not matter appreciate to me. that yeah. it's uh I, I enjoyed listening to them on audiobook oh yeah that seems like it might be a fun it a way fun to experience do it. yeah yeah right. but I will never I don't give a shit if you
3: like yeah it I really don't <laughs> want to shame anyone about anything I I'm trying to think of what my thing would be where I'd be like you don't know what that is yeah. or, I don't know. I always uh, want people to get on my page with certain things like 90 Day Fiance is my okay. favorite show. And I'm like, I am w- like, implore you to watch it. I t- totally understand if you hate it or will never will watch
0: it. But I feel like you'd be like, but it's your loss. It yeah, doesn't yeah, take yeah. anything away from <laughs> me totally. that you don't expe- You haven't experienced <laughs> exactly. Harry Potter or any of that. It doesn't affect <laughs> me in any way. Yeah, like yeah. That's, that's you kind still of get to deal. enjoy exactly. it all the time. Yeah, yeah. and
1: feel superior. It yeah, like.
0: yeah, of course. <laughs> it's I'm your, your it. loss. I have a friend that used to take pride. I bet he still hasn't. That He had never seen ferris bueller's day off and he's our age so he, like or my age he like came up <laughs> <laughs> we all different ages. <laughs> yeah, actually. Right. Like, it you're wouldn't right. be, Absolutely. I think you're, like, not a huge chunk younger than me, but, like, what a weird way to phrase that. I'm a <laughs> huge chunk younger. <laughs> well, I guess I'm a huge chunk than, older. Younger. Than How me old enough. is
3: everyone? Can okay. we say? 47. So you, I'm 38. I'm 33. Okay. So, yeah, that is that it's difference. Like for a, of but Ferris Bueller was huge for me. Okay. No. Was it a thing for you? It was
1: right. At, I came out when I was in high school. yeah oh, so that's perfect. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That must have actually been way cooler. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I liked it, but Same, like, it was like the pleasant... kid perspective is different than yeah. a high school perspective.
1: Yeah, it was a little, I I enjoyed it uh, because it was so uh, audacious in a way. Um, and uh, I, it as a movie, it wasn't as meaningful as say Breakfast Club or Sixteen yeah. Candles, yeah. problematic. Um, <laughs> I know,
3: it was on TV the other day, I was like at a hotel and I was watching it and it's, so racist. It's bad. Like I was yeah. just like, wow, this yeah. is actually like just flagrant racism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like not no. funny at all. Like all of that is just for what? Like it's so weird. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, but yeah, in breakfast all of John Hughes' movies when we look back are now like, ooh. They wow. do all
3: have a little something. Um,
1: yeah. I wonder if there's one that actually skirts all that. I think it's... Home
3: Alone. Does it oh. have anything weird? You know what?
1: <laughs> Never saw it.
3: Wow. Okay, that's one where I would say this Christmas, what? bundle up. Yeah. The three of us? <laughs> yeah, we all get yeah. under one big slanket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, my God. I just saw it's, it might be, I don't know, it, it appeared on my Facebook feed, this ad, but it's like perfectly designed for me. It's a tortilla blanket. Oh, wow. Have you seen these? Does it no. look like a tortilla? Yes. Oh, that's funny. And I'm that's like, perfectly
0: I, designed for you.
1: I mean, because he's I'm the from meat. San Antonio and I'm the meat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, would, it's, I would never expect you to see a tortilla blanket and be like, "Okay, right but how fun is that? You demo. get
3: then you get a green blanket that yeah. you like layer you with it and a red blanket, dude. and then you're in the middle.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You make a fucking burrito, dude. Come on, let's fucking get a tortilla that's blanket. I'm the meat.
0: I'm the meat. You need
1: it. Um, but I yeah maybe Home Alone. Yeah.
0: Um, so then that my reaction was that's fucking insane. I, yeah. Right after saying like it doesn't matter that you don't like it or you don't. Yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. No, we do
3: have to attack him, but yeah. we both held back. Yes. It was we both wanted to scream at you. But that reaction. Also was, strange that the crazy. movie about a kid being lot, like left at home alone is the least problematic.
0: Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> right. it feels like right. that's a huge issue. It's all white
2: yeah uh, that's true there's
0: like the, if you don't put any uh non-white people in it you can't it's harder to make fun of them well i guess it's safe th-
3: that is yeah safe for they
1: didn't put the they didn't make the criminals of color which was you know Us. they dodged that one there you go but it just meant more white people <laughs>
2: exactly in
1: right. yeah. yeah yeah i may be pretty in pink uh i think that might one that that one might, might be stray. okay yeah
3: no, but there's probably some sort of like sexual assault that we're forgetting. Oh, yeah. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> also, there has to be a John Hughes podcast out there. Yeah, I'm sure they've <laughs> covered so it. Could, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
1: More than this, by yes. uh, Roxy Music. This song came way late to me. I must have heard it, but I'm maybe it's because the rest of Roxy Music didn't do it for me. I
2: could feel that the time, that one
1: it seems strange because it's perfectly designed like a tortilla blanket for me. Um,
3: you in the tortilla blanket listening to this song, yes, is watching just... Home Alone,
1: is going to be the cover of my album, my first album.
2: Um, Which is Home Alone's reflecting water. in your glasses. <laughs> <It's Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got reintroduced to it from um, Lost in Translation. Yeah. It was when Bill Murray yeah. was singing it, which I thought was my favorite part of that whole movie. Was wow, him? I forgot about that part. He's in the karaoke room by mm-hmm. himself, or like, with people, but he's so lonely and detached from everything. And it's a great song anyway. But Bill Murray singing it is like a reference to his lounge singer on SNL uh, that he used to do oh, that yeah. my my mom loved so much. It's sort of. It's a bunch of things for me.
0: Love this song.
3: Yeah. And it's also kind of forgotten. Like I feel like yeah. it's not Overlooked? celebrated enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah.
1: Do you remember in the aughts, the shoe bomber?
0: Yeah. Yes. You mean the person that made it yeah. so we have to take our shoes off at airports? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
3: I remember him every time I fly. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> a
3: great legacy.
1: I believe this was Brian Ferry, singer, sort of Roxy music guy. And when people were wrestling the sh- shoe bomber, maybe it wasn't the shoe bomber, it was just a guy that was mentally ill who tried to like storm the cockpit or something like that. There's a picture of the melee or the aftermath of the melee, and Brian Ferry is there going, like, with a concerned look <laughs> on his face because he was. The longer. idea of him
3: being, like, wrestled to the ground yeah. in this song
2: playing <laughs> That's what he's <laughs> thinking. <laughs>
1: the song in Ireland and he says like that's probably what was responsible for the mood of this whole album but they recorded it in the Bahamas which I think is so funny <laughs> <That's> weird <laughs> it does
0: not feel like a sunshine that's so weird, weird. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: that like, a beach song
3: well, maybe it is a beach song actually
1: yeah it is yeah <laughs>
3: My only association with Roxy Music is that my dad had the CD I don't know when, like I mean in my teen or adult life, but it was in the back of his car, like on the floor with all of his other CDs, but the cover is like naked girls or something and I was really like, ew, what the fuck is my dad listening ew, yeah. to? It's <laughs> like this <laughs> Oh wow, it's, it's more like po- just so way
0: weird. more poignant than and, you <laughs> It makes you think that the music's gonna be so different Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I-, I don't like that Yeah, Like, I don't I, know I make, uh <laughs> make alex play a game with me where he names a band and i tell him whether i think it sounds scary or not (laughs) and we do this a lot
3: (laughs) what's a good example
0: um (laughs) what's something like uh, and it would it would normally be some uh, like ideally a band i've never heard of so Mm -hmm. i can decide but maybe with like sun kill moon would be like a perfect example where I'd, i'd hear the title of the band without knowing the music and then i would have to and sun kill moon i would go scary
3: yeah <laughs> and i think that's my instinct with that band title too is like what yeah like i don't think i'm interested yeah
0: or there's like it's just so it's like three words that make no sense to me totally and i think it's that it's like anything mm-hmm. that's like a mystery like but if it's like bell and sebastian yes exactly <laughs> yeah a hundred percent but we do this a lot like we'll yeah. just kind of forget about it and then he'll just go like rage against the machine whichever <laughs> and then yeah. i go obviously scary <laughs> that sounds so scary
2: terrifying
1: alright we're gonna take a break and we'll be right back hello listeners thanks once again for tuning in if you're digging this podcast please 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 go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review Deborah and I love doing this show and good reviews help us continue to bring fun guests and great albums to you special thanks to those of you who already have rated and reviewed you know who you are we know who you are and we're looking forward to reading some new ones and now back to the program Speaking of terrifying, (laughs) our guest is an actress, comedian, and podcaster hailing from Evanston, Illinois, correct? Yes. Great. She is best known for her podcasts, Freedom, Raised by TV, and with special guest Lauren Lapkus. She can be seen most recently in the movie The Unicorn and HBO's Crashing, and the feature Between Two Ferns on Netflix. It's all accurate. All accurate. Yeah. No lies? I love lies? it.
3: Nailed it. Phew. Yeah, there were no lies in there. <laughs> I was hoping for a lie.
1: But yeah, those she were all true. She also was the model for statue, the Statue of Liberty. Thank
3: you very much. Also true. That's true. So I'm waiting for the lie.
1: Oh, man. Um, I'm going to... F-
3: I was the model. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Hold still. They wrapped
3: me in a bed sheet.
1: <laughs> uh, Lauren Lapkus, thank you so much yeah, for joining thanks us today. for having me. And thank you, Joel, for remembering to say the last name of the guest. Oh, Good job. is that a
0: problem of yours? It's been a weird issue. We just yeah, get yeah. wrapped up in it. I think well, we're just ready we and know. we're excited and we know who we're talking yeah, to. We're looking at it. It seems a lot to introduce the whole name.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's very I, formal.
1: I give up. I bail <laughs> right before Lauren. the last
3: <laughs> It's Lauren, <laughs> you don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> uh,
1: Lauren Lapkiss, what particular album is very, very important to you?
3: This album, "Ghosts of the Great Highway" by Sun Kil Moon. Mm. Well, so when you asked me what album I would use or pick, I it was kind of hard for me. I I like I love music so much. I listen to music constantly. I love finding new music. I like listening to old music. So it was like I didn't know where to go with my choice. But th- when I was like f- going through my phone, I was like, this album is one that I put on all the time and mm-hmm. and I've been listening to it consistently since like two thousand four or something. Mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. What other albums were you like tossing around? Oh God, now I have to think. Well there's Ted a few. Nugent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bell and Sebastian actually oh, yeah. is one of mine. Oh, I like which that one? was like Um uh, Tiger Milk is my favorite, but I like loved them so much. And I found them in high school, and then I was, like, obsessed. And it was kind of when I started getting into, like, indie music Mm -hmm. and, like, discovering bands, like, at the record store. Mm -hmm. And I found them, and I was obsessed, and I was, like, I literally was like, "I'm gonna like this band my entire life, and this will be my favorite band for my entire." I was like, "This is my favorite uh, uh, band my entire that's life." a Big choice. Like, I know. To make that choice for yourself. It was like yeah. a weird, like I get it kind it. of can be. I that. Get it. Yeah, and I bought all like all their posters and had them all over my my room in college, which I like. I never had posters growing up. I wasn't allowed to. Really? <laughs> so, my mom liked my room to look like a catalog, but it was great. Aww. Very pretty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't actually I don't even think it's bad. It's like I, I liked it too, but and barrel
0: poster. Yeah. yeah <laughs> What's better than like the posters, Stock the things images. I put up were like things I thought I was supposed to put up. Totally. Uh, and that's so what I would have done too. Like uh, Very few things were like very genuinely me. You. Yes. Like and the that crow. was like, <laughs> the crow. That was very me. The crow. Yeah. 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 But then like I did a lot of like Beverly Hills 90210 cutouts. Yep. And yeah. then anything else other than those two things were like so insincere.
3: Yes, and I've always felt confused by my friends' stuff like that because I was like, oh, do they like that? Like I, I remember once I was like making a book of crushes with my friend. Like we were like cutting yeah. out magazines. And then to me it was like, the most unfeeling project yeah. I've ever made. Like okay. I was like, I feel literally nothing.
0: It is it's so. <laughs> nice. My per- my perfect one that was on my wall for a really long time. That I think I saw the movie once, and I was just like, I love this movie. It was the Crow, Romeo oh. and Juliet. <laughs> oh, Romeo and Juliet. With Leonardo. And DiCaprio a lot of people had that poster. Which that was I like. Think I think it's because I got it for free. Mm-hmm. Like when we went and saw it, I think they. Uh, oh yeah, it, I'm sure they were handing it yeah. out. And like <laughs> I was like, this this speaks to who i am <laughs> so I me like, i've seen it once yeah i don't give a shit <laughs> i think i had the soundtrack watching it once <laughs> is so perfect for <laughs>
1: <us>. <laughs> a shakespeare place
0: yeah
3: we get it <laughs> it's cool uh yeah so then bell and sebastian i got the posters and that was like maybe my first dip into being like this is an example of what i like the yeah
1: identity uh, yeah
3: and um that was really cool, but then yeah, I start. That was like when I was really starting to discover more music, and my I had like some friends who were very into finding new bands, and Sun Kill Moon was one of the bands that a friend of mine introduced me to, and I immediately loved it. I was like nineteen and um, totally depressed at school, and like it was just
2: perfect. <laughs> I
3: lived in Chicago. I was at DePaul. And like th- when I put this on, I really. I'm taken to like so many moments in my life, but because I listen to it so much, but mainly like riding my bike through Chicago and oh, wow. feeling like. I was this uh, is
1: a great album I, you, I can tell how you can get one can get like completely attached to it's such a mood yeah people. the whole thing is a very big one mood,
3: yeah, and it's really different from their other albums is it? um I haven't even really gotten into any other Sun yeah. Moon albums I like download every new one, but like I and i like try and stuff and he he's done really cool stuff like he has an album called Benji that is all like it's almost spoken word it's like storytelling over like on these really long songs that are telling a full story about real people in his life and it's it's really moving but it's this is like you know music i can really feel
0: Hard when there is an album that you fall so hard for. I uh, talk about Patty Griffin in here too much, maybe, but like there's one Patty Griffin album that I can listen to start to finish. It's the one of the best albums uh, in my life mm-hmm. forever. It's a band. It's an album I decided that was gonna be my, my favorite yeah, yeah. forever. Um, I, I don't really. I've like tried with her other stuff, and it's just like all I want it to be is living with ghosts all yeah. i want it to be is that album maybe it's just ghosts no maybe yes it's the word ghost, ghost. Has to be I don't
3: be <laughs> but it is so frustrating sometimes because like you want to just soak up everything by this person yeah. and like love it all the same and i i did have that with bell and sebastian where i was like i actually every time i get a new album i'm equally delighted yeah. mm. and it felt amazing and then they took a turn and i and like kind of made it copier in this certain way that I wasn't totally getting behind so then yeah I lost that's kind of where I lost them.
1: Do you remember the first song you heard?
2: Or was it... Carry
3: Me Ohio is my favorite song on this album. It's really beautiful.
2: Yeah.
3: I had this friend from high school who was always super into music like way more than anyone I had ever met and he um, would suggest bands to me and like I loved that actually and when I think back to Belle and Sebastian I'm like mm, it's cause a guy I liked liked them sure. fuck <laughs> yeah. and that it, it, sucks so. <laughs> but I was like mm, okay I'm gonna find that but I never heard of it. But this guy, I didn't have a crush on, so he was just my friend, and he always had cool recommendations.
0: And um, he just heard this and got so sad. Yeah, no,
3: and it <laughs> it truly makes me so sad. And I put it on like almost every day. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. But, like, it's one of the. It just like taps right in. It's like I, I'm not a. I, it doesn't like make me feel more depressed than i am it just goes like whatever you got going on right now like yeah that yeah. that level of depression you can just like sink into it for a second yeah um and it's nice i think because i was so young with this music maybe that's part of it that it's like it's not and it's not connected to any real bad memory it's like mostly just like general malaise and like oh like seasonal depression or something for sure yeah Yeah. and it generally is almost a happy time like i think back to that time and i'm like oh i was living in the city by myself like with friends but like that was a cool experience and Everything I was doing was like my first steps into adulthood and being like able to go out at night by myself and not tell anyone what I was doing and yeah. all that stuff like and have music on yeah. like which. Yeah. I- I don't know, like, it's so different than putting on a CD in your bedroom in your parents' house. Like, having it in your headphones, being like, I'm cool, I'm in college now, and I'm, like, walking down the street. I'm, like, in my own person. I, like, think back to, like, what I looked like. I was, like, a child. (laughs) Oh,
2: it's crazy.
3: uh, You had training wheels on your I'm literally (laughs) a baby. (laughs) But, like, in my head, I was like, I'm a
0: woman. (laughs) This guy that introduced you to it, you met him in college? In high school. In high
3: school. school, He was a year older than me, and he went off to school, and then like, we would talk on Instant Messenger and stuff, and he would recommend stuff. I didn't really make any friends at my school. I made, like, two friends. And they were really cool, but, uh, and I don't talk to them anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and the other people were all, like, improv people, so I was, like, taking improv classes, and they were all a little older. I made one friend who was also in college who was doing improv, and he was also really music-savvy, and we would make each other CDs, mm. and he turned me on to the replacements, and that mm. was, like, Huge. But the thing with The Replacements is that my album is a mix he made me of his favorite songs. It's not even like an album.
1: And were they done by that (laughs) point? Or were they... I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But like... This was a living, breathing
3: Yeah. Yeah. And that was what was kind of amazing. Like, I think like when you... I don't know. Like for me, at least, growing up, I, I loved music. But it was like the radio, the stuff on the radio was either like... You know, like, you're not really connecting that with, like, okay, so what, NSYNC is alive right now and making music. Like, right. I, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I didn't, like, care. Yeah. 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 But, like, finding, like, wait, this guy is just doing this, and, like, <laughs> yeah. no one else really, like, seems to know
0: who this is, and yeah. he's so awesome. That's what feels like such a key element, to No one else knows who yeah. this guy is. It's mm-hmm. like, you found this thing yeah. that will become big. It's totally. Like, it, nothing feels cooler than that. Yeah
3: the other album that i really like is an album he did uh which is all covers of modest mouse songs mm-hmm. and that's really fun i mean it's, does he it, slow him down yeah. is it like a very yeah there's one never-ending math equation is the one that i love and it's like just truly so depressing but it's because the lyrics are all about being a kid and like how you just and how you're the same as you always were when you were a kid and like nothing really changes mm-hmm. and makes me sad yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We should mention that Sun Kill Moon is not the name of this guy. This right. is the name of the band. It's Mark Kozelik, mm-hmm. Is that how you pronounce his name? So he's I don't know how to pronounce
3: it. I've only read it. His
1: output is pretty consistent.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, and he was in a band called Red House Painters that right. I really liked too, but I only knew a couple songs that I got off like Limewire.
1: Uh-huh. And I
3: was like, cool. But I like, had
0: no access, you know? Yeah. He, and just,
1: the- <laughs> he just seems like a he's. this is what he's going to do. Like,. Um, he uh, feels like
0: a Justin Vernon is that like uh, the, uh, mm-hmm. Ted Leo like, oh this Ted is Leo just, too yeah uh, yeah I don't
1: care. it doesn't matter how well this is gonna go yeah. just, I have to do this yes.
3: Yes. yeah yeah totally.
0: Ted Leo is really cool yeah. yeah he has like a Bon Iver vibe yeah to this is totally like, like that and yeah. I
3: love Bon Iver too yeah. and that was another one where I, like that came out and I was like
2: Oh, fuck. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I
3: guess I'm sad again. <laughs> I really love depressing music, though. And, like, it's hard to love depressing music and live with other people because yeah. they have to be on the same page. Yes. I could listen to it in any mood, really, but, like, my husband doesn't really love depressing music as much as I do. Like, if I put it on, it's like, oh, like, we're going into this mood or whatever. Yeah. But um, he can go there, but he it's can... like it has to be like... You also you know.
0: have to make that commitment to go, like, I'm going to make my husband sad right now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> that's very
2: a choice. Yeah. <laughs> Who wants that? Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm very much like you in, in this regard because, and I didn't realize that. Or one moment that, like, made it so clear is uh, my friend Bobby Spencer. I don't know if he's even listening. Hi, Bobby. Um, we were, <laughs> Hi, Bobby. Yeah,
0: hey, Bobby. We, what's we, up?
1: We took a, a Groundlings <laughs> class together. We, that's where we first met, and... Um, he was also a musician. He's a singer, um, and we decided to go see a show at the Groundlings. And I picked him up, and I took him there. <laughs> I was playing uh, the Cigaroes in my car. Oh yeah, and
3: <clears throat> I actually I, considered that album. Yeah, but that, that first, the first one. one. Yeah. yeah.
1: Oh my god. Yeah. So, and I was like, because I fucking love that band. Mm-hmm. I love that album. And I, I hear you were driving to a Groundling show. And at one point, he went, "Wow, this is really." pepping me up from this event. And that was the first I had even considered that that was a weird thing to play on Saturday night as you're heading to the Crowlings to just bring everything down. That
3: album is weird for me because I, w- I was listening to it while reading this book um i know this much is true by wally lamb which is like about like twins where one is schizophrenic or something yes i read
0: that so long ago i remember it
3: being like
0: crushing yes and it's
3: like fat so i was like and i would just like play the album over and over while i was listening to it so i really think about those characters even though i barely remember the story but like it's so connected to that for some reason. It's weird.
1: Yeah.
3: It's yeah, <laughs> just like yeah, such a random
1: yeah, book. I was telling my friend two days ago about this podcast, and he asked me, "Well, what's your particular album?" And I was like, "I don't know.
2: <laughs> like, I never <laughs> even
3: it thought about
0: to, to <laughs> choose. It's like too yeah. hard of a question." Well, that's
3: kind of the fun <laughs> thing is that you can like bounce around with different songs yeah. every time. Yeah, but
1: I. Now that we're talking about cigarettes, it might be that first album that might yeah. have the biggest emotional impact to me, and a lot of it, I think, has to do with the fact that there are. It's all gibberish.
3: That's what I love about it. It's well, all... I thought it was like Icelandic or something, yeah. and then I found out that they made up the language. And yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. And it's, I, I, that's a big gap
0: for me at oh, know. It's actually
3: so cool because oh. you can lay on whatever meaning, and I hear words in it that mm-hmm. I'm making up. Yeah. Right. So like, <laughs> I can be like, oh, that I think that's what they're saying. So then this is what this means, and like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's completely meaningless yeah. to kind everyone. Of yeah, yeah, which is so cool. No one's ever really done that. Have they made an an album with a fake language?
1: I've I've done it. I mean, yeah,
3: of course. I do it every (laughs) night.
1: I love this one. Salvador Sanchez. Yeah.
3: And then I was reading about it. I actually have never really read about the album. Yeah. And like, it's kind of fascinating because it was all based on like these old wrestlers or something? Yeah. Boxers. Boxers, what? Boxers. Yeah. boxers. OK, yeah, yeah. so, so and I don't, so it's like I don't relate to that at all or care, no. but these songs like make me cry. So yeah. it's kind of cool.
1: Yeah, he's sort of obsessed with the boxers and, and, and boxers who've died.
0: Yeah.
3: I made up a whole storyline for all of these songs where I, I thought they great. were about, like, explorers, and, like, <laughs> I truly was, like, I don't know, yeah. like, people, like, riding horses into, like, new
1: areas. <laughs> well, it's crazy about, like, we are riding horses into new areas.
0: <laughs> but like My how provocative even the title is where I'm, like, okay, so I, I'm picturing it, like, in the Midwest and like cornfields. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. And because it's goes to the great highway and it's just like one person driving alone at night. Yeah. Yes. Cornfields.
3: Yeah, and, and that, I just and decided like, that. No, and, and that, that makes sense kind of... to me like with Carrie me Ohio. Like I'm mm. I picture that too. Like yeah. it's like I'm like depressed in the Midwest yep. and like, oh that's like a cool shirt. That's yeah. Cool.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's <never heard. laughs> Um, but I don't know. Like I yeah, I, and I related to that too. Like where I'm like I'm in Illinois, it's the same. Yeah. Like, you know, we want to think it's cooler than Ohio, but... (laughs)
1: I love that you felt, I mean, it, it's, there's no reason why you wouldn't, but your parents weren't that far away from you.
3: No, they were 30 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. Did you see them a lot when uh, you were Yeah, school? and especially when I first went to school, like I, so I was going to DePaul, which is in Lincoln Park. It's literally a 30 minute drive from my, my parents in Evanston and like, it was enough of a, push for me to feel like the distance and the adulthood. Yeah. But my first like weekend of school, I was living in the dorm for my first year and sharing a room with a complete stranger. Which is honestly not right. Like,
2: <laughs> when you think about, like,
3: if you, like, did you guys have a dorm Yeah, I had
0: a complete stranger. Yeah, I, I did, did too, it. but I got very lucky and we ended up being, like, very That's good always
3: friends. what you think is going to happen. Yeah. Like, mine was, like, she was perfectly fine, but, like, we just didn't vibe. Yeah. And uh, we're in, like, a room, like, the size of my childhood bedroom, like, but I'm yeah. now sharing it with this person. And, like that's so hard and like my first weekend was my birthday my first weekend of school And so I like went home Uh, and I was like crying and it was like, my mom's like, you've been there for three days. (laughs) And you're like, college sucks. I'm like, I don't like it there. (laughs) And my other like suite mates were like trying to get me to go to church. And then when I was like, oh, I don't do that. And then they were like, we'll never talk to you again. It was really like, wow. Like there was just like this divide where I was like, well, I guess we're not friends, even though they were really nice and like trying to invite me. But then like, I just didn't want to go to church. And then the other girl was just kind of like, she was more, there's like a certain term for the, for these types of people in Lincoln Park, Chicago, called Trixies. Like a Lincoln Park Trixie is like the girls who would put on like really short skirts and go to the bars and get trashed and like go to the Cubs games. And like, it's like this whole thing that Uh, I just like did not relate to. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is crazy and, based on
0: what you're wearing right now. And I mean, I, well, my
3: style has evolved. Like, <laughs> I totally respect her now. Um, no, and she was, I mean, she was a totally good person. Like, there was no, nothing against her. But it was just like, yeah. she was in that kind of college mode. And yeah. I was in like, the like, I do improv. And like, what's that? So it's a whole different thing. And that was s-
0: way before it was cool. Yeah, no, I no. Mean, I mean,
3: no, but, cool, but, no, it, was but not... it was cool to us. Yes. But yeah, there was not a conversation yeah. in the culture about mm-hmm. improv being yeah. like a cool thing.
0: and everything is at, in that point in your life is still so heightened you're mm-hmm. still in high school mode of like everything is heightened so like if you're not friends with somebody you're not friends with somebody. right like it is and weird it's when weird you see them.
3: yeah and now how do you get past that like it's crazy because if i think about myself being in that situation now i would just be friends with her like yeah. we would just like, <laughs> you just get yeah. over I'd be it like, yeah. oh we'll find plenty of stuff to talk about yeah. it'll be fine And also, like, I think improv really helped me realize that I could talk to anyone, it's not that hard, but, like, at the time, I had such walls and such roadblocks, like, built up for, like, how do I make a friend? Like, I don't know. And the only people I really bonded with were these two girls who were in a couple of my classes who were, like, best friends. And they were, like, really sarcastic and, like, hated everything. And I was like, great. (laughs) So, like, finding those like-minded people who were my age was, like, kind of hard for me. But then, like, in the improv community, it was all people who were, like, in their 20s or older. And I – it was easy for me to be with them because they kind of, like – a lot of them – I started doing improv in high school and taking the classes that I owe. And so, like, those people stayed my friends as I went to college. Like, they were sort of, like, my transitional people. Yeah. They were still there. We were still seeing each other all the time and performing together. And it felt like I had this group already, where it was like, "Well, I don't really need to go out of my way to like bond with people at school. I just want to get a degree and like do this." So, what were you studying?
1: English. English.
3: Yeah. What about you? Did we you speak very well? Oh, thank you so much. It's <laughs> my degree has paid off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was an acting major in, oh, at yeah. SMU, which meant that I think this is tr- still true, but um, the whole arts section of the university is so was so isolated from the rest of the school. The rest of the university had this reputation for being this sort of elite, private, wealthy um, uh, school, and we were this little pocket of misfits that we sort of had to be friends with, that we had no other choice. It was a really good school, and... It was in Highland Park, Dallas, which is a real posh community. There's
3: a Highland Park everywhere. There's one in Illinois. There's one, one in L.A. Yeah. That's like, oh. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, no. it's weird.
0: About the L.A. one.
3: Oh, yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> right there. Um,
1: <laughs> my brother was going to the university at the same time. Well, he was two years ahead. And he was in the fraternity system. He was phi Fidel, so we were in completely different worlds. Um, which I didn't complain about. It was just sort of notable that we had our own little crew of yeah. weirdos.
0: Yeah. Yeah, how about you? Did you? Uh, I was a film major at UC Santa Barbara. Oh cool. Um I loved it. Yeah. It was really it that was explains its own world. <laughs> What explains your <laughs> love for
3: movies?
1: What explains
3: your love for I always wondered how
1: she could love them. <laughs> but
3: there it is. <laughs>
0: My college experience was, I was so excited to get to college because I could choose my friends. Yeah. I was stuck with people in high school. Like, I went to a very small high school and you just, you you were yeah. just friends with everybody. I didn't have, there wasn't a lot of, like, negative, but I didn't get to, like, pick. And so yeah. I had my dorm friends and I had my film friends. And those are still, aside from UCB, whole, my closest people. There's a whole ceremony
1: yet. That- at UC Santa Barbara where you actually do get to pick your friends right?
0: yeah <laughs> yes no. you just
1: point <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> you, your finger goes above somebody
3: <laughs> but I think I had this like thing in my head where I was like I have to go out and meet new people I knew a couple people at DePaul but I was like it's not about you anymore like I'm a, I'm not to meet these people mm. and it was like that was a mistake because I, th- I was like kind of judgmental of a few people I knew who would go to school with their best friend and then have, a, have them as their roommate and I was like Come
0: on, branch
3: oh, out. Yeah. I was But
0: like, come on. That probably was really fun. It probably was great. My yeah. mentality going to college <laughs> right. was like, I don't want to if you if I know you from before and you're going to UC Santa Barbara, I don't care. Yes, don't talk to yes. me. I'm starting from scratch. Like I fully I felt that did too. Starting from scratch, which which did work, but my first few weeks though, I was like I wish I had gone to Davis where my sister was. I want to come home. I was, I got, I had a car later, but I was so relieved because I was only two hours away from home. Yeah. So like, if I'd had a car, I would have gone, especially like in the very beginning, I would have gone home a lot because I was sad
3: and it's hard.
2: And
0: then
3: it is hard. And I also feel like I didn't let myself go home enough. Weirdly. Mm. Like I was like, you have to push through it, Mm. but like, it also would have been fine to just like hang out with my parents on the weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's not weird.
0: Yeah, I do that now. <laughs> and I love I it too. It. And I'm like sad now
3: that my family's far away. So, like, I, I look back and I was like, I felt like I had to put myself, like, like just jump off into the deep
2: end. Yeah.
0: parents made a rule for us that we couldn't stay in LA. I was wow. like very grateful cuz they both That's cool. grew up in LA and had to, yep. and went to UCLA and had to live at home cuz that was the t- those that's what you did at the time, yeah. And so it was like really important for them, for us, for me and my brother and sister to have a real college experience. Well, and, and I to think leave. it's good.
3: Like, I mean, I do. Like yeah. on the other hand, I'm like, I'm glad that I pushed myself to not go home because it's right there. Totally. But like, yeah, I think and I think you it's lived Im- away
0: from home, which yeah. is cool because you could have lived at home the whole time. That's and true. It, and, yeah, and not have that different experience. Yeah,
3: I felt like because of the improv world, I was like, I gotta be there so I can like go to my shows and be at everything because it was so much harder like going I never went to any improv shows actually in all my like time taking classes while I was in high school I think I saw like two shows I never went to anything which is weird because they like push it on you so hard (laughs) yeah but I had I was like it's going to be a lot for me to go out on a school night to like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. drive into the city and
1: <laughs> yeah was this uh, IO yeah. Uh, yeah
3: yeah. did cool.
0: they know you were in high school when you yeah. were in high school and
3: yeah. I went to prom like during like my level 5 or something and they I brought my photos and they got developed <laughs> that's <so laughs> like showed them my dress that's really, cool. and stuff. That's really it was, cool. everyone was super nice that's which awesome. is nice because I, I think like Wow, it's so, it's so generous to be, like, really kind to, like, an 18-year-old who's in your class. Yeah. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have to talk to me. And As I would, an like, adult. read books yeah. during the breaks. Because I was oh, like, yeah. no one wants to talk to me.
1: Oh. <laughs> so lame. No, <laughs> your book like... was upside down. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like,
3: uh, nobody noticed me. <laughs> this one's a oh, little yeah. different tone.
1: This is what I like to do. Kick it! <laughs> it worked. It worked. They kicked it.
0: I don't mind this song. Because yeah. this this album is very... Um, well, he's like very Neil Young. His voice is very oh, yeah. Neil, young, Neil mm-hmm. young Young-y to me. Young-yan? young is the term. <laughs> yeah, and that's yeah. what but it's always meant. This is <laughs> like... I think if major. I had found this album when it came out, it would have... Really like struck a a chord, yeah. But I've I had moved away from like Iron and Wine, and like, yeah, I was totally into Iron and Wine at the time, too. Yeah, and like, kind of just don't listen to that stuff as much, yeah. So, So how does it like
3: feel like coming to this as like a totally fresh?
0: It's I, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. But the like, my first listen, I it was hard for me to differentiate songs, yeah, one another. Um, and it helped when I went and looked at some of the lyrics to like, no, like, yeah. oh, this first one is about mm-hmm. a serial killer, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, I and just sing along without thinking about it, honestly.
1: Kanye. <laughs> We've had uh, Radiohead, Radiohead, and what was Carol King? Carol King. Oh, wow. So there's like there's dynamics in all these other albums. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Particularly Kanye, which is just an oh, assault on
0: your yeah. ears. And that one is like that. I knew when it came out, so yeah. it was a different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this one, like, I do like. I it has grown on me, but it's not one that I would if if we were just hanging out and you were like, check this out. I'd be like, okay. I wouldn't, and I would never. But, yeah. Like, <laughs> would never really no, that. I would never. Holy I would shit. never.
2: I would never
3: put it on to try to appeal to somebody because I yeah. know what it is. Yeah. yeah, Like, and that's almost why I was like, I'm. I know it's a little bit of a choice for no, this and, podcast and so because, I, but because I, I was like, this isn't a lone listen for the most part. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I think that's why it's very solo. It it appeals to me because of that. Um Like I said, I I, I I'm drawn more to these uh, types of albums where I can, they, their, their vision is just one particular mood. Um, and I actually like the lyrics do help. And the fact that the, he's writing about boxers, I think is really, really amazing. Yeah. It's and cool. It makes, it, it's a lot heavier. Cause like these boxers have died and that's probably why he's not writing about, you know, Pacquiao or whatever. You right. know? <laughs> uh, um, so he, it, they, I think they have more punch. I think, uh, so I yeah, I'm I'm digging this for sure.
3: This also is like it falls into a category for me which is kind of specific, but music I'll put on, on an airplane
0: that I know I'm gonna nice. fall asleep
3: to. Mm-hmm. That's so it's nice like theme
0: this week. Oh, really? even though our we yeah. don't even know what order these are gonna come out, but that's we've been talking about oh, that Oh, that's this interesting. Week. Yeah. Another one for me, if anyone
3: wants music to fall asleep to on an airplane, Volcano Choir. Have you heard of this oh, band? No. It's it's kind of falls into the like Bon ver okay. like category but um, really moving and if, I, I don't know like it's easier to cry on airplanes I think is kind of like a yes. fact <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, it'll Brian, make you cry yeah, yeah. Brian
1: Ferry
0: just <laughs> fucking cry seriously uh. it is important I feel like I don't think I realize that most people have like their, their like airplane albums. Yeah, because it is. I have two in there. What That's are yours? There, and I, I guess I don't travel as much as I used to. But <laughs> the Garden State soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Patty Griffin living with ghosts. I they're need just, to listen to that. Okay, I'm going to really add that to beautiful. my list. It's but also that I found in high school. I don't know what it would be yeah, for yeah. you coming into it now, and it, she's very specific and like, but she's a beautiful voice. I'll check it out. Do you guys like ambient?
1: music mm-hmm. he said before scurrying away <laughs> um there are no lyrics to this but there's one album uh, that brian eno and yeah. harold budd
0: made well i thought of brian eno first yeah, when oh, the, oh, yeah. Said yeah. That. the big Ship uh, is the song that came to mind when he said oh, yeah. that and i was like i do like that i don't love all ambient music but, yeah. that, but specific ones uh, i
1: think this is pearl is the name of the album and i didn't hear about it until the Lead singer of Pet Shop Boys was interviewed and he was like, This is a perfect album.
0: Oh um, wow. And
1: uh,
0: whenever I'll, people say that, it's like you gotta yeah. yeah. but Take also that. the pressure. Yeah. Yeah. Like knowing how important this album was to you when I listened to it also made me go, like, okay, I'm gonna really listen yeah, to this and yeah. give it a chance instead of going like, Meh, not for yeah. me.
3: So, I think that's the, that's probably one thing that's really cool about doing this podcast is that like totally. music you might just like skip past. You can go, Oh, well, this person like Connects to yeah, this, which really is probably cool. true of every song ever. But yeah, yeah
0: but, <laughs> but it's nice when some it's are wrong. We, we like.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's it's eight different tracks of back. You, right. you get it. You get it. It's right. just All like right.
3: colors changing. Yes, exactly.
1: Is there another song that you actually? I'll show it to you.
3: That you actually do, like, well, let's play this. Yeah, first. well, yeah, I mean, but Glenn Tipton is yeah. just a really good one.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, l- I do like l- this love one. this song.
0: It's a nice way to start now. Oh,
2: yeah. Some like your some like some day I bleed I like
1: Len Tipton is the guitarist for Judas Priest. If you guys have
3: Wikipedia. I did not get that far with my wiki. (laughs)
0: I think I like this one the most because it's when I go to play it I start it from the beginning so this is the one I've heard the most. Yes. It's what ha- it's just how it works I work with music is the more I hear mm-hmm. it the more com- it's the more it becomes a tortilla to me, yeah. a blanket well, to well, a blanket. In.
3: You should check out the other album that's all the Modest Mouse mm-hmm. covers. I think it's Tiny Cities or something. But the other um the other album Benji that I was mentioning is honestly like very tragic. He tells a story of a Cousin of his who dies in a fire, and it's real, mm. but it's—I almost think it was like started by like a trash fire or something. Oh, really? But it's like uh, this very dark storytelling sort of album, and it's really cool. But it's—it's not—it's not like you can rock out. It's yeah. literally <laughs> yeah. like
2: <Kick> it. yeah, <laughs> you can
1: listen to
3: it every <laughs> once in a while, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, kind of dark.
1: Should we go right into? Um... Yeah. Learn today.
0: Yes. I didn't know. I knew you were in started improv long before I did, in and before most people. I didn't realize that you started in high school, which yeah. is so cool. Thanks. I I wish I'd found it earlier in my life. It was
3: really lucky. I had a teacher who told me I should go do it because I couldn't get into any plays. So it was truly a failure that led to a success. That's oh, amazing. <laughs> amazing. It truly. was really, Yeah. I love that.
1: Uh, I learned that too. Of learning about your airplane songs. Everybody's airplane well, songs. Well that's actually what
3: I was going to say. Yeah. Like I, I think of that as being such a personal experience. Like mm. what I listen to on the airplane but then realizing like everyone else's headphones has important yeah. shit going on. It's mm-hmm. kind of just one of those...
1: I learned that it's good okay things. to like depressing music.
3: Like, <laughs> there's, other, there's
1: others of me out there. Yeah, yeah. Great. I love it. And Cigarettes is a great piece oh of music God. to play before going to a comedy show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> that's a I mean, I got to listen to that again. That's also great. Cigarettes' first album is great to fall asleep to. Oh, yeah. I don't usually like to have music on at night, but that one you can... Cause, because it's gibberish, too. Like yeah. Your brain yeah. can't really think of what they're saying, and yeah. it's kind of good for oh, that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like that.
1: Lauren Lapkus is an actress, comedian, and podcaster hailing from Evanston, Illinois. She is best known for her podcasts, Freedom, Raised by TV, and with special guest Lauren Lapkus. Where can everybody find these?
3: Um, they're on uh, Apple Podcast, or, you know, anywhere you get your podcasts, but also yeah. Stitcher Premium is where they're kind of all moving. Oh, great. And I have an announcement, which is that with special guest is coming back on may 10th so whenever this comes out it may already be back but um i've been on a hiatus with it for like a year and a half so it's coming back may 10th to stitcher premium you can go to stitcherpremium.com slash with special guest and use code lapkiss i think or it's maybe slash lapkiss one of those will work but either code lapkiss will get you there free month Nice. Gets you all sorts of stuff. There's Very tons of great cool. shows. Threedom's on there. It's me and yeah. Scott Ackerman and Paul F. Tompkins just telling stories and playing games, and it's really silly.
1: I love and it. Raised Fine. by TV
3: is a nostalgia podcast, so if you care about TV and movies and stuff, get on there.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. Love that. Uh, you can also be seen, I'm telling you this, you can also be seen in the, <laughs> <Where can laughs> I be in seen? the movie The Unicorn and HBO's Yeah, The crashing.
3: Unicorn. Uh, it's like an indie movie I did that, uh, so, this oh, is okay. The Unicorn. Oh, you're it's you're about right. a couple trying to have a threesome. Oh. So it's, and a unicorn is a person who will fuck couples. So yeah, we're trying to find our unicorn and it's me and Nick Rutherford and uh, it's a funny movie.
1: And let's not forget the feature Between Two Ferns on Netflix. You can follow her on Twitter and Instagram at Lauren Lapkus. L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-K-U-S. Yes, find me. Lauren, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for listening to This Particular Album is very, very important to me. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram at This Particular Album. Follow us on Twitter at Particular Album. The show is produced by me, Deborah Tarika, Ryan Middledorf, and everyone at Campfire Media. Artwork by James Mulholland. Music by me, Joel Spence. See you next time.